So welcome back to the podcast. And today we have Sarah on the podcast, Sarah Murta, who's a client of mine who started working with me, I think a year and a half ago, something like that. A good few months ago anyway. It was it was a while ago. Um, and since since starting with me, I've seen her like achieve so much between a photo shoot, but also just overcoming kind of having like guilt around food and being afraid to eat things like pizza and chocolate and all of that. Um, to see her now in a place where she can kind of enjoy food guilt-free and isn't even tracking calories and is just generally in a really good place. She's eating more now um, and doing less exercise than she had ever been doing before and in a much happier, more confident place. So Sarah, I'll just bring it over to you. Um, so when you, when you I'll, I'll give you a question first to make it easier. When you first kind of reached out, what, where kind of were you and what was going through your kind of head at the time? Um, well, I just come home from Australia and uh, we had gone into like well, COVID had hit there. I'd been in part of a gym, whatever, that was fine. And then COVID hit there and all the gyms closed. So I was kind of like freaking out, like, oh, my God, like I'm not going to be able to do workouts and blah, blah, blah. So I had been doing some at home when we were living in Australia. But then we essentially decided to come home to Ireland and opened our own business. And I think we came home at the start of May and I contacted you maybe the start of July or so but like all through June I was kind of like oh my god I was like what am I going to do gyms were closed here I was like freaking out about how was I gonna manage eating when we were like cooking takeaway food I was gonna be surrounded by that all the time and then uh, I remember I was just flicking through Instagram one day and I had seen um, another client of yours Edie's transformation photos and then I kind of like flicked on your page and I was like, oh, okay. I was like, maybe this guy can kind of help me. But then at the same time, in the back of my head, I was kind of like, no, maybe he can't because I know everything and I know what I'm supposed to be doing, but I just can't do it. And then, uh, yeah, I like was kind of got in contact with you anyway. And then you were kind of like, oh, um, I'll call you and see what you want to do. And then I started freaking out. I was like, oh my God, he's going to call me and ask me what I want to do. I don't even know what I want to do. I just know that what I'm doing at the moment isn't helping. Like I was just in a constant cycle of, I try to eat healthy, that wouldn't work. I restrict myself so much, I'd end up binging. I was only really exercising because I wasn't eating well. And um, yeah, I suppose had bad experiences with coaches before. And I was like, oh, like what's one more person not helping me gonna do like? So then contacted you and then uh, yeah, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we, we touch on like where here is exactly for you in a while, but like when you were kind of going through that, like I know you said you were exercising a lot, like how often were you kind of training um, and what like what was your kind of food like at the time as well? Well, like when I was in Australia, I was um, when I was going to the gym, I was going Monday to Friday. So I worked in a job over there that was Monday to Friday and every morning I'd get up at maybe like half six or seven go down to the gym, work out, come back, have my breakfast. And if I didn't do that, if I didn't go to the gym Monday to Friday, I literally would like beat myself up. Like if I didn't go to the gym one day, I was like, oh my God, like I failed. This is going to have such an impact on my progress and whatever. But like, as far as my eating was going, all I knew was that I have to eat loads of protein. I cannot touch carbs whatsoever, no bread, no pasta, nothing like that. It has to be like veg and protein. 
<laughs> that was it. So like for my breakfast, I might have egg whites, mushrooms and spinach and that would be it. So like you can imagine doing that Monday to Friday, obviously it would come to Saturday and Sunday when I'm not working out. Like I'd be going out for dinner, like going out for breakfast and stuff like that. Like obviously eating all around me because I'd be so strict on myself Monday to Friday and um, had no like gym plan or anything. I had no workout plan or anything like that. It was just kind of, I kind of knew what I had to be doing like workout wise, but at the same time, I probably wasn't doing enough of what I should have been doing. Like I'd be doing like squats. I'd be doing like, you know, I'd be doing like really heavy, like deadlifts, but definitely not doing them properly, you know? So like I could yeah. hip thrust as well. I could hip thrust, oh my God, maybe like 170 kilo, but I definitely wasn't doing it properly, you know? So like I was doing all of this stuff, not eating enough. You know, I wasn't by any means, like I was like lean, but I was more like skinny lean. I had no muscle at all. And at the time I thought I looked great. And now I look back on that and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like it looked bad. Like Yeah. You know? Um and where where do you think kind of like the belief you had around like not being able to kind of eat carbs? Where did that kind of come from? And just the kind of nutrition well, you had around at that time. I remember I had like contacted a person before. I won't use names. I, say, <laughs> I can't don't need to name anybody here. We can say coach, a coach. <laughs> another coach like it was probably well like the first time when we moved over to Australia first we started doing this um these classes called f45 and like yeah they're great like you do like one day you do cardio the next day you do weights and like it would alternate every day or whatever that was fine and then every so often they did these challenges so it'd be like six to eight weeks of challenges and for the first two weeks they give you like a meal plan whatever and you would eat 12 100 calories for the first two weeks every day and in that meal plan there would be like no carbs at all whatsoever and at the time I was waitressing so I was doing on average maybe 20,000 steps a day one of these f45 classes if not two because they actually encourage you to do two or even more if you could in one day and eating 1200 calories so like yeah it didn't make much sense but then I thought this was the way you were supposed to be doing it like but obviously like I couldn't stick to it obviously there was other people going to these classes who might have like an office job who would struggle to get like their 10,000 steps a day like I didn't have that problem and I suppose like if you ever asked any of the trainers in F45 advice about it they didn't really know they just knew like what was on the plan and what we were supposed to eat outside of that like they didn't really know yeah like I remember actually hurt myself there one day like I'd done something to my glute and I was like to them do you know what I do like it was in awful pain and they were like oh just continue doing the exercise but like um don't put as much pressure on the glute or something like this and I was just like but I didn't know like so I was like yeah, okay yeah. like oh but now looking back at that I'm like oh my god like I shouldn't have fucking done it I should have went home <laughs> you know like rested or something but yeah it was an experience anyway <laughs> yeah so. And how, how do you think that kind of like impacted like your life then as a whole around that time? Well, I thought I was doing the right thing for like a year. And I remember I lost loads of weight. Um, again, not really put on any muscle because in the weights classes, it wasn't really like slow controlled movements. You were constantly on a timer. So you had to knock out as many kind of like sets as possible within a certain time and then move on to a different exercise. 
Um, so I'd been doing that for a year and like I lost loads of weight. Like I think I think I lost about six kilo from when I started to when I finished. And the only reason I finished was because I just got a different job and it didn't work with the time table to go to F45. And that's when I joined a gym instead. So that I could go on my own, my own times that suited. And then when I joined the gym, I contacted someone else. Like it was an Irish PT about like meal plan because I thought meal plan was the thing that I needed. And they get, huh? His name was Frank. I'm joking. Oh yeah, Frank. Frank. Yeah, I won't say where he's from, <laughs> but uh, he... actually Frank. I don't know any. Yeah. Frank. <laughs> All the Franks listening would be like, "Oh my god, maybe that was me." <laughs> but um, I contacted them, and like they only did meal plans. Like they didn't do anything apart from meal plans, they did meal plans and workout plans. So I was like, "Oh, I don't need a workout plan. I'm in a gym. I just need a meal plan." And then they were like, "Yeah, yeah, no problem." So I remember they'd sent it to me and for like breakfast, they would say like, oh, say for instance, like 20 grams of protein, 10 grams of vegetables, 20 grams of carrots, whatever. Everything was in grams, like, mm. and it was like with proteins, veg, fats, carrots, like no actual names on things. Like I wanted something that would say two eggs, a slice of bread, like, you know, like I had no mm. idea. And then for your snacks, your snacks were strawberries and dark chocolate like I vividly remember that you'd have a snack between breakfast and lunch and it would be strawberries or dark chocolate and then between lunch and dinner you'd have a snack and it would be strawberries or dark chocolate and I was like what the fuck but then at the same time I was like okay this is obviously what I'm supposed to be eating if I want to get to the physique that I have in my head that I want like so like did that for a bit but obviously that wasn't maintainable because like weekends I was going out for dinner like you know panicking like what am I going to eat and then I would end up just being like fuck it like you know I'll just work hard Monday to Friday and then just let loose of the weekends but like sure that didn't work either like that was completely unattainable Mm -hmm. and then yeah the gyms closed with COVID I had literally about 10 anxiety attacks because I was like what am I going to do with no gym and like had bought equipment then to kind of work at home before we came back from Australia. But like all I had was like a kettlebell. I had TRX ropes. I would go for ridiculously long walks. Like if I didn't get at least 15,000 steps done in a day, I'd freak. And um, yeah, again, still so lost with food. We were stuck at home, like couldn't go anywhere. And like, I was like, what do I eat? Like I turned vegetarian for a while because I thought that would help. Like, you know, just ridiculous things. Like, and I think about it, it's just nuts. Yeah. But I, I think like what you said there is important as well about like saying that that's what you were kind of, that's what you thought you were supposed to do. Cause you're going to these like professionals and commas um, mm. that are supposed to kind of give you the advice that you're kind of looking for. So whatever they say, you, you kind of take it as gospel. And I think mm. sometimes, unfortunately, that can lead to like, obviously, very poor habits around like food and just your life in general. If you feel like you can only snack on chocolate and strawberries, like that's going to have a detrimental effect on your entire life, I think. Um, but what, what do you think was like the main problem with uh, maybe the F45 and then the other kind of coach? Like what looking back on it now, I guess, because you know what maybe is the right way about going, going about it. What do you think was kind of wrong with the approach that they they took? I don't know. I suppose there was no one there to help you. Like if you like, 
I don't know, like I feel now, like if I don't understand something or if there's something in the plan that I don't like with you, like, or something, I, I, I can tell you, like, you know, I can say it to you and like we find a way to fix it or something like that. Maybe it was just the fact that it's people in F45 or that PT that I contacted didn't know. Like maybe they thought the same way that I thought that, you know, you had to eat clean and you couldn't eat anything bad. And that's the only way that you can reach your the physique that you want like but like I remember in F45 like there was like my sister used to go to it like my sister is a mom of three kids like you know and the same thing expecting her to eat 12,000 or 1200 calories like for the first two weeks like as well as look after three kids like as well as run a household like you know it wasn't exactly aimed at like everyday people I feel and then like that PT yeah I suppose maybe I only find lately now in the last maybe like two years that people are coming to terms with the fact that you can fit in like inverted commas bad foods into yeah. your diet like, you know, foods you enjoy like chocolate and stuff like that like you can fit that in and still reach your goals whereas a couple of years ago I feel like all you've seen was oh if you eat that thing you're going to be fat like yeah. which is not true at all you can eat fucking I don't know, broccoli all day, like and sit in the sitting room and not do anything. You could still get fat because you're not burning anything. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think <laughs> like safe to say the problem as well with it is like that it was that they're both so restrictive and they didn't really like advise you on kind of what to do and teach you, teach you what you're supposed to do outside of like the likes of the classes or outside of the meal plan as well. Like meal plans, mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, they definitely work for some people. And I've done them in the past, but made my mistakes by doing them and realizing that it's not sustainable long term. But again, it's like what I kind of like with I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with F45 or them coaches and that's just what they kind of believe. And unless they kind of have a change of perspective, like they won't understand that maybe that's the wrong way about going about things. Um, and it's all kind of learning as well. But like you said as well, the industry is kind of changing in a good way. Like I know even with bodybuilding, especially, that's a very kind of strict sport where, like, Jesus, like, you're not allowed fucking eat absolutely anything that isn't, like, chicken, rice and broccoli, um, whereas that's <laughs> changed over the years. And I see, like, how much of an effect that has had on on people that have done bodybuilding where it's caused, like, severe kind of eating disorders and that. And thankfully now we're, like, moving away from that a bit. Um, but the likes of meal plans and restricted eating and that, like, I do hate them, but they do have like the place with certain people, like people, some people are kind of like robots that will just be like, tell me what to eat and I'll do that. And they will do that for the rest of their life and be happy with it. And it won't cause any kind of effects outside of that. But for most people, for most everyday people, for a mother of three, like telling her to eat 1200 calories and not eat anything for snacks, bar kind of strawberries and chocolate, I think is, is piss poor advice really. So yeah. Yeah. I remember even when I, like I had no, like I literally didn't even have ideas of what I could eat. Like if you, like if someone made me chicken curry and rice, like I wouldn't eat it. Like if someone made me something and I didn't know how it was made or what was in it, I wouldn't eat it. Like I literally, like my boyfriend's a chef. I wouldn't let him cook for me. And I remember the girl we were living with at the time in Australia, like she would sometimes be like, oh, I'll cook dinner. And I would literally be like, no, because I was such I was like such anxiety over like, oh, how many calories are in that? Like, you know, how much butter do they use? How many, how much oil do they use? Like, oh my God, like, you know, I'm going to be fat if I eat that. Like, you know, when I don't know how it was made, 
I remember when I contacted you, you were like, oh, I don't do meal plans. And I was like, please, I need a meal plan. <laughs> and you were like, okay, well, like, I'll make you one, but I don't want you to stick to it. I just want you for ideas. And I was like, yeah, yeah. All I want is ideas, like, you know, and then I remember I used it for the first couple of weeks and then I was constantly changing it because I knew that, like, say, you might say, make a beef stir fry or something like that like then I would change it to chicken stir fry and then I would change it to something else like you know once I had an idea of what I could do and then like move from that yeah whereas before it was kind of like especially with f45 like you know they would be like you eat this like that's it like you know this is it and then you couldn't like change it up or anything like that because they would again be so restrictive as you said like so yeah that, that's the thing and I think for me it's like about understanding where that client is so like when you started like I knew kind of where you had started and you tried a million things before and that maybe for you to get over the the idea I guess that you couldn't eat certain foods you needed to start somewhere with like that gave you a bit of kind of like guidance on on like I mainly use the plan for like portion sizes and that and just to show you like how much you could eat and I think that you're really surprised by that as well and then like slowly kind of gradually moved away from that and started like you know, focusing on educating you around making like good food choices yourself, where I know the last week you were saying like you're now eating like, you know, 10, 20 percent like foods that are bad foods, quote unquote, again, like, you know, foods that are like more processed, basically higher calorie foods, meals out and that they take up 10 or 20 percent of your life where you're not you're now in a place where you're not feeling guilt around eating those. Um, and that it took it took a long time, you know, and that's something that I do with as as a coach is really get to know the individual and what they're thinking and then try to kind of question what they're thinking. Um, because I think that that's the best that I can ultimately do for somebody is change the way that they're thinking. So I think that you were just stuck in this kind of restrictive mindset where you thought, okay, I have to, I can only eat this. I can't eat this. Like there were so many rules and you were like, I have to stick to this. And if I eat butter, I might get fat and all of these things. Um, and the reason that you were stuck in that mindset is because that's all you were kind of hearing from the professionals and maybe the environment you were surrounding yourself in. So you felt like a failure then if you veered off course a bit. Um, and that's for the same reason why I don't like the likes of slimming clubs and Weight Watchers and all of that shit, because you're told you can only eat this and you can't eat, you know, something else. And it doesn't educate you on how you're supposed to make decisions for yourself. So something I do with most of my clients and with you, I, I get you to ask yourself, right, will, first, will I enjoy this? Because sometimes I think you just eat something because it's there. And then will this bring me closer or further away to my goals? So if your goal for the weekend was to just enjoy some social time, then that's your top priority and that's your goal. So eating a pizza on the weekend fits right in with that goal. You know, whereas if your, your current goal is to like lose as much weight as possible, then maybe eating pizza you know, two or three times at the weekend will probably bring it further away from that goal. And it's just about being able to make that decision for yourself as well and be okay with making that decision. Um, Plus as well, yeah. I find if I'd say to myself, I'm sure like everyone is the same and they have to be. Like if you say I can't have something, like if you don't allow yourself to have something, that literally increases your want for it so much. Like I would literally be like, I would always tell myself I couldn't have pizza. Like I definitely cannot have pizza. Pizza 100% makes you fat. Now I realize pizza does not make you fat. Pizza just has a lot of carbs and like salt in it that makes you retain water. So for the next couple of days, like you're not fat after eating the pizza, you're just retaining water. And then a couple of days later, you're back to normal, you know? Whereas before I didn't know that, I never knew that. So I'd always be like, I can't have it, I can't have it. So then like, 
if anyone ever got pizza, I would always take some, like I would take a slice, I'd take two slices. But then I would say to myself, like, I wouldn't count that as eating it. Like in my head, oh, I didn't have pizza because I didn't order it there. It wasn't mine. I just had two slices of it, but whatever. And not accounting for them calories at all. And then like do this like every couple of weekends and then wonder why I was putting on weight, you know, kind of just, I don't know if I had just that I wanted pizza got it myself like and then I would have just satisfied that craving and that would have been it like instead of essentially like secretly eating it you know or this kind of shit like yeah yeah whereas I think it's fair to say you're now in a place where like if you want pizza you'll have pizza if you want a bit of chocolate you'll have it and I know when you first started they were foods that you thought there was no way you could eat you know and it's it's I think that's where it's really important having someone guide you in the right direction around food choices um but also if you are kind of, if you're listening and you're that, you're in a similar boat where you're that, uh, you're feeling that strict around food. Like it might be a good idea to reach out to a professional in that area as well, because that over time can definitely lead to like an eating disorder where you won't allow yourself to eat certain foods. And, you know, it affects your view and perspective of your body image as well. And that can, it can get much worse and spiral out of control, I think. Um, so like, how do you think over the last while, um, or what do you think over the last while has kind of really been the catalyst for like change for you? Like, what do you think? What was there like a light bulb moment or, or was there anything that made you just go, ah, OK, now I kind of get yeah. it. The photo shoot, I must say. So like, you know, like I had signed up with you like July last year and we were when I essentially joined up with you, I was like, oh, like you were like, oh, what do you want to achieve? And I was like, oh, I want to be toned. And I want to lose weight. And I hate now when people say they want to be toned because it's the most stupidest thing you ever could say to someone because you have no idea what that means. Like, you know, and I remember looking back on pictures, like I remember I contacted you and then you were like, set up the call, whatever. And then I was like, yeah, like I want to join up. And then you're like, okay, like, so you need to weigh yourself and like send me measurements. And I remember I hadn't weighed myself since I come home from Australia, just because I was like, oh my God, like I know I've put on weight now and I don't want to. And I remember before I left Australia, I think I was something like maybe 67 hovering around that. And I remember I weighed myself for you and I was 67.5 kilo. And I remember in my head going, oh my God, like what? like I thought I was gonna be like crazy whatever and then I was like oh maybe I don't need to join up with them <laughs> like I literally was thinking this and I was like no man your relationship with food is so fucked up you need to and then that was grand we kind of like put a plan together where I wanted to get toned but obviously I was gonna have to build muscle to get to that and then it was kind of like maintaining for a while and then we were like oh you started talking about going on a bulk and I was like oh lord oh my gosh like how am I gonna do this and I remember at the height of the bulk I think I was eating like 3,500 calories and then we said oh like you know we'll do the shoot whatever that was fine did the shoot blah 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 that was great and it was like the couple of weeks after the shoot where I was trying to like in half of me was trying to maintain the physique that I had for the shoot and the other half of me was trying to like not gain too much weight because I'd restricted myself so much for the shoot by my own that was my choice like no that's what you have to do to get to that yeah shape in that physique and um I remember like as I was putting back on the weight I was like panicking I was like oh my god like fuck like do you know I'm not gonna be that lean and and then I was kind of like 
I think it was maybe like five or six weeks ago, I was like to myself, this is literally the best I have felt in years, like years. I was like, I'm not counting my calories. I forget to weigh myself most weeks for our check-ins. Like I'm actually happy with how I look in the mirror. Like, do you know, when I would have contacted you first, it would have been all about losing weight. Whereas now it's not at all. Like it's completely shifted. It's like, I want to look strong. Like, you know, I want people to look at me and be like, oh my God, she looks like she really works out. Like, or she looks like she could kill me, (laughs) you know, or something like that. Whereas kind of like, I don't know, as I was trying to like struggle after the shoot, I was actually coming to terms with, you know, people actually don't care. Like, why do I care when most of the time people don't care? Like, no one cares. (laughs) Like, why do I care what people think? Like, I feel so good right now that that outweighs what I, what anyone might think about me, you know? And it was like, I don't know, such a year and a half was such long work. And then only in the space of the last six weeks have I realized that there's so much more to life, I suppose, as well. Do you know, it was, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a light bulb moment. Yeah, like literally, yeah. I can't, I can't remember the exact moment, but I know it was about six weeks ago. Like, yeah. you know, that's like, after a year and a half of working with you yeah. and weeks ago, suddenly it's like switched yeah. at me and I'm kind of... But, but you have to you have to put into perspective as well like that you were... For, like, how long were you doing kind of F45 and other coaches and maybe the poor eating habits you had kind of before that? That was probably a few years. Do you know what? Well, even... Here. Yeah, I was thinking about like the first time I ever went to a gym and that was, I'd say I was like... I think I was like 21, 20 or 21. So that's like six years ago. So I could say six years I'm training. And like that gym is where I learned how to do like, you know, just the normal like squats and like deadlifts and stuff like that, like whatever. And then, but like, again, no idea what to be eating or anything like that. Um, And like eating is probably like obviously workouts are very important as well but eating definitely outweighs the importance of workouts like you know it's you could work out every day of your life but if you're not eating properly then it's just pointless like it's a waste of time and I suppose I kind of realized that as well a couple of weeks ago you know like I can take I can go to Cavan for a couple of days like last week I could eat and drink and I could come back yesterday and I was like looking at myself I hadn't trained in over a week I was looking at myself and I was like am I actually still in great shape whereas I would have thought before oh my god if I miss one workout if I miss two workouts that's it progress is gone like do you know it's not like after six years of being in a gym obviously you would assume that's something which you keep some sort of muscle like but yeah it's taken a lot so yeah so it's about six years of being in a gym and then like a year and a half or so to get you a place where you're like at your happiest um mm. it does sound like it takes a lot of time i know people listen as well like fuck do i have to do a year and a half of coaching with somebody but everybody's <laughs> journey is a bit different as well i have some people for for two months three months some people for two years um some people for longer that you know might just need my help not going they might not even be making progress as such on the scales but they're just they're not getting worse if you get me. Um, so everyone's journey is very different as well. But the thing is like a year and a half is very, very, very short compared to hopefully like 90 to hundred years on the planet. Do you know, like if 
if for the but next that's... 60 or 70 years you're able to eat without guilt and not care about what other people think I think a year and a half yeah. is absolutely worth it like but it hasn't even been a year and a half because I remember there not so long ago I think maybe it could have been a couple of months ago or something like that like I had kind of told you like in depth how bad my relationship with food was and I remember you being like oh god I didn't actually know that because I never told you because I wasn't like upfront with you from the start you know like if I had been like completely honest with you from the first day that we were talking then it wouldn't obviously have been a year and a half to get me to hear but I suppose I kind of knew I had a problem but I wasn't willing to accept how big it was. Like, you know, I, I, I like in the back of my head, I thought I knew everything. And I was like, you're not, yeah, I remember you told me at the start, you were like, you know, I'm going to teach you like uh, how to, you know, like do this and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you can't teach me anything. Like I know everything, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it was just gas. And then, yeah, what I just you, What do you think is kind of wrong with that mindset now? looking back because I don't know like you definitely didn't know like I was telling you what I wanted but I wasn't like telling you enough like telling you I want to be toned like I was telling you I want to be toned but in my head that's not the look I wanted like you know I wanted so much more I wanted to be able to you know like you see these people and they say oh like I've been eating so much more than ever and I'm like the leanest I've ever been. And I remember I'd always see people being like, you know, that's a lie. That's not true. But you've proven to me that it is true. Like you can actually do that. You can eat more and actually lose like weight in British commas. <laughs> actually weight, like but you're building muscle, like, you know? Yeah. And like you taught me that. Whereas if you hadn't, then I wouldn't have known. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. now I can be like, that is true <laughs> yeah so I think as well like if you close your mind off to learning like you're not going to learn anything whereas when you're willing to accept okay look I don't know it all Sarah doesn't know it all then you're leaving room for actual knowledge like to come in but I guess yeah. you've been told so many like rules before that you were like no I know it. this is what I have to do this is what I can't do this is what I can do whereas yeah. I was slowly trying to break down that like belief you had um, and even at the start as well, when you sent me pictures, I knew that you did not need to lose weight. But <laughs> I'm very careful with my clients because I know that that's like a mindset that you've kind of, you know, you've held that belief for so long and you're, you've kind of attached yourself to that belief that you needed to lose weight and you needed to get like, skinny again in vertical commas. Um, whereas I knew when you said toned, you didn't want to get skinny. You wanted to build muscle and you wanted to be happy and confident in yourself and be a, at a place where you were able to eat and, and not be afraid of food and you know just mm -hmm. be confident in yourself I knew that from how you were talking to me on the phone but I didn't say mm -hmm. straight off the bat okay right Sarah let's do bulk I was like okay let's see where you're at let's slowly build things up and just progress from there and then slowly as time went on I get to know you more from like I have conversations with my clients all the time I was on the phone with you a few times um over the a few times like a good few times I've done zoom calls with you I, I send voice notes back and forth to my clients to really get to know the person and what they're actually thinking. Cause I think that that's where the true magic happens with having a coach is where they can kind of understand the way that you're thinking and then try to break some barriers down so that you can start thinking a bit better for yourself. Um, mm. But yeah, at the start, I was very careful with 
the words that I chose as well. Cause I was like, right, I'm not going to say, Sarah, you need to gain weight. Look at you. Like, because that's, <laughs> that's the advice that some people get, unfortunately. And some people give out, they're like, Oh, just stop. Other people would kill to have your body. And it's like, that is uh, because for you, what's important for you is important for you. Do you know, it doesn't matter what it is, how big or small it is to anyone else for you it was important to look toned and get skinny. Um, and then I had to help you think a bit differently. And that took a bit of time. Um, but, <laughs> Like I can safely say, like you're in a really good position now. Um, and just kind of touching on that, then where, like, where are you kind of now? Because you talked a lot about where you kind of were in that, and kind of like the last few months, what it's felt like in that. But um, say, like, with the likes of training now, with the likes of food, um, where are you kind of currently at? Well, so like training kind of had taken a hit there for the last couple of weeks just because work was so busy. And like, you know, if it had been like last year and I had been missing so much training sessions, I probably would have been like, oh, my God, I'm such a failure. Like, what the hell? But like my weight, like as I was saying to you earlier, like hasn't changed in the past like six weeks, just maintained the same weight like just doing the same thing like you know I'm just so lucky that like I am so active like you know I'm always doing at least 20,000 steps a day like between work or like going for a walk or something like that and then like you know some days if I was really it helps when you have two two uh, German shepherds as well yeah that's yeah and your own business and that is in hospitality so yeah I'm like running around like headless chicken but um yeah like I would before like if I had missed a training session I would be like oh my god that's it that's the end of the world like some nights I'd be doing it after work at fucking half 10 or 11 o'clock at night or before when I used to work in a hotel in Galway I'd be doing it at one o'clock in the morning like to get it done but like that's not helping like if anything what I've learned especially over the last week is recovery is just as important as your workouts you mm. know like my strength had like really suffered over the last couple of weeks just because so busy sleep hadn't been good or anything like that and then I took a week off and then like went back training the last two days and my sessions have been the best they've been in weeks you know like you're not gonna lose your progress overnight like and that's also something else you've taught me <laughs> you know like you can't there's no point burning out your body because it's just going to end up worse like yeah so you can't yeah. you from an empty cup essentially but yeah recovery is just as important I think when you where you were before you reached out and that you were trying to do as much as possible um like you know training twice a day and you were putting in the work and then eating as little as possible because that's where you thought you had to be um whereas I kind of I think it's fair to say I gave you I didn't I didn't do any of the work I just gave you the tools you needed to succeed with it um but a good coach I think should do that um where you now think you now know that okay I can actually eat a lot of food um you know and mm. if I'm training right I can eat even more food without like you know worrying about weight and without putting on weight and I can eat whatever I want because you've gained that knowledge over the last year and a half I think it takes a bit of time sometimes to to learn yeah I also, a huge like, problem like, who I followed on Instagram and I had like said this to you as well one day like you know people who I've been following like it'd be these girls um that'd be like ripped like 24 7 like you know have like their abs and everything like that like but it would be people who are probably going to compete like or who are in the fitness industry and you said something to me very good one day I was like oh you know like such and such a girl like you know she's always lean and stuff like that and you were like yeah but that's her job like her job is in the fitness industry you were like if you were being paid 
to be that lean all the time you would be too like you know but you're not like you know like I'm not in the fitness industry I have no interest in being lean 24 7 like it's of no value to me but if I was being my only job yeah no problem like you know but yeah I look at these people I'm like you can't possibly being enjoying your life as much as um kind of thing do you know like they're always probably having to watch what they eat or all of that kind of stuff like you know they they are always training as well and stuff and that's fine like that's their only commitment whereas we're normal people and can we have other commitments have other things in our lives and stuff like that you know i prefer my position now which is a lot to say that a year ago but yeah and and as well like i think you're looking at just like photos and highlight reels um of other people's lives as well like you don't know like i think a lot of them fitspos and that like a lot of them do have disordered eating um habits certainly like where they they'll like you know leave calories off all day so that they can enjoy a meal out or they'll burn it off after training or or after their meal and and different things like that you know you don't see any of that like all you're seeing is one photo and how they're telling you how great they feel but you don't really know what's going on you know um and i know like if you're lean 24 7 for most people that means like libido is out the window it means energy is out the window your mindset's in a poor place your mental health takes a big hit the longer you're in it the worse it gets as well um and all of them all of them things are why i really carefully and gradually got you into like a place where you did a photo shoot and that is a bit more of a restricted phase because you could eat what you wanted but you're limited in terms of calories like you weren't eating 3500 while getting as lean as possible um Mm. but you do have to be kind of careful about doing that as well and make sure that if you're going into that you're going into that for the right reason as well um so what are kind of like the three i guess biggest like lessons you've learned over the last (laughs) year and a half is there too many to narrow it down um number one nobody cares (laughs) and you should not care about what anyone thinks i think that as well like you know like you pick out so many flaws in yourself that probably no one else sees and no one else cares about like you know like i don't know i could post a photo up there and i might not think i look perfect but to someone else they'd be like oh fuck like you know i, I wish like i looked like her and vice versa there's loads of people i see online that i'm kind of like you know like them fits posts i'm like fuck i wish i looked like her like but you know like you're always gonna want more you know but i kind of now the last while i've kind of been like happy and content with what i have you know so yeah um what was the question again lesson number two <laughs> right three lessons you've learned over the last year now <laughs> okay lessons um hmm, life's not all about losing weight (laughs) that as well like um I know there was a time where like if someone told me like oh my god you look I remember I'd actually come from Australia I remember the moment and I had gone to see one of my friends and her parents like oh my god you lost so much weight you look great and I look back in the photos, I'm like, oh my God, I looked like I was fucking starving. <laughs> like, you know, like it's just something people are so focused on. Like you always yeah. meet someone, have some comment about your appearance, like, and I get it. Like, it's just, I think it's such like an Irish thing or something like that. Like, you know, but there should be so much more to you than just your weight. Like, I feel like I fucking like lost so many years of my life focused mm-hmm. on weight and like focused on food and stuff like that. Like, you know, it's just 
such a minute part of your life like do you know yeah. um, absolutely lesson three see i'll think of all these things now afterwards no i think they're great so far though <laughs> i'll think of a million afterwards um well, two is fine if you can't think of one give me some hints there that you would think that would some hints. be my life <laughs> i guess yeah they're two really important ones um i guess maybe around food because i do think you've definitely learned the most around food i know I, your training's improved a lot for sure but yeah and it's still improving even today i corrected your form on something but um <laughs> And I really thought I had it right. No. Yeah. Like I always, you're always like, send me videos of your workouts, send me videos of your workouts. So I'd be like, no, no, no. Like I'm actually, I got it this time. And I'll send you a video and you're like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, shit. I won't say it's wrong. Just, I say it's good, but you need to do it, this to get the most. 90% right. Yeah. But um, mm. then you send me back something like the video of like how I should be doing it, like and all this kind of stuff. But um, yeah, another lesson of, that I've learned is that you can fit your favorite foods into whatever type of plan you're doing. Like, you know, fair enough. When I came up, when I was doing my photo shoot, it was only, I'd say maybe like the six weeks beforehand where I couldn't have like everything I loved. But at the same time, by the time we were finished the photo shoot, like there was actually nothing I was craving. Like, you know, I hadn't had chocolate in like six weeks, but by the time the photo shoot was over, I actually wasn't craving it. Like, you know, I was actually fine um but like people who say that you can't have this you can't have that like you know you can you can absolutely have chocolate every day you can absolutely have like you can have pizza every day if you really want like you can like fit it all into your plan like whatever your plan will be like the worst thing you can do is say that you can't have something because the more you say you can't have it the more you want it the more you'll end up like binging on it or like secretly Mm -hmm. eating it and not like accounting for it in your day's calories like whatever that kind of thing you know yeah, it's that kind of binge like cycle that a lot of people get into where you over restrict yourself of something it's like taking sweets away from a child and saying no you can't eat sweets if you tell them they can't do something they're going to do everything in their power to get that and to do that and they're going to throw a tantrum and adults are just grown-up children so we're, we're very similar whereas if you say okay look i can have the chocolate whenever i want if i really want it and if i enjoy it you know not just for the sake of it i don't think you should do anything just for the sake of it like don't be eating broccoli just for the sake of it, like unless you enjoy it or you know that maybe it's helping your goals. Um, but you can, I have chocolate, I had chocolate right before this podcast. I have chocolate probably every single day at a tub of Jerry, half a tub of Jerry's last night. Like, you know, I have loads of these things, but on top of that, I'm also eating a lot of the foods that are more kind of nutrient dense. And, you know, I'm, I'm aware of my calorie intake so I can fit anything in. I think that's something I want from every client as well. Um, yeah. Okay. So just to wrap it up then, I guess, uh, is there any advice? I was going to say three pieces of advice, but is there any <laughs> advice you'd give to somebody, to younger Sarah or to Sarah, someone that was like, like where you were when you first reached out? What advice would you give that person? Hmm, what advice would I give? Um, I don't know. I probably would have like reached out sooner and isn't like sooner as in like, you know I've always kind of struggled with food like for years and like you know I never I would have tried to fix the problem myself whereas I shouldn't have like I should have 
when I started training first and going to a gym, like I really should have contacted a PT there and then, like, you know, and then they would have at least kind of given me an idea at the start instead of kind of like just leaving me to my own devices. Um, I also would have told younger self when she was contacting you to tell you the whole truth at the start. Like, you know, like, I had bad runs with PTs before, like, so I just assumed like all PTs are the same, like, and they're definitely not like, you know, you've completely like changed my mindset on that totally. Like, do you know, I feel like I could tell you anything now and it would be fine. Like the more you know about me, the more you can help me. Like, and that's definitely like, if you're going to contact someone, you need to tell them everything from the start. Like, do you know, they can't help you if you're not, if they don't know the whole story, basically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I suppose there's nothing I would change about what way I've gone about it because I suppose it's led me to where I am now. Mm. And I always made a promise to myself that I would be the fittest I'd ever be by the time I'm 30. So we're getting there. <laughs> I won't say how many. I'd even change fittest yeah. to happiest and healthiest. Huh? What I'd, I'd change fittest to happiest and healthiest because what does fittest actually mean? The same as tone. <laughs> There's more yeah, behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what is fit like? <laughs> I mean, I mean, maybe being able to run a marathon without breaking a sweat, there, that's the fittest. Yeah. I'm, pretty <laughs> sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's impossible anyway. <laughs> maybe uh, do a workout without, like, you know, feeling gassed and go up flights of stairs and go for a run if you have to, or, you know, whatever it is, maybe that's fitness. Um, yeah. So then just the last question, I have it on some of my podcast episodes. I don't know if you're prepared for it. So what is what is happiness to you? What is happiness to me? Hmm. Happiness to me. Oh, okay, so I'm like a sicko. Like I love coffee. Like I am my happiest when I am sitting in a nice cafe with a nice warm cup of coffee. That's my pinnacle of happiness. <laughs> Just a moment. Mm-hmm. I could say money, I could say whatever, but no, that's truly yeah. when I'm happy. Yeah. And <laughs> stuff. Yeah, it's funny. The, the answers I get are so different, but I've definitely had people before that have said coffee as well. And for me, it is like I'm at my happiest when I'm sitting in typically a new kind of place. So like if I'm taking in a new mm-hmm. environment. But I remember even Spain this year, like sitting in the cafe. I'd, I'd be drinking black coffees or ice because I was doing a photo shoot prep just to keep the calories yeah. a bit lower. And I just remember sitting there being like, I'm just so happy. Like, and there was no other reason for it, only that I had a bit of coffee, that I had something warm. And, yeah. you know, that you were just fully in that moment, I guess, as well. Like, you know. And you were in Spain. <laughs> and in the sun and taking a hit of caffeine. Video calling me, and the weather was shit here. <laughs> you were in Spain, and it was lovely and warm and sunny. So yeah, I would say the dogs, but sometimes they fucking stress me out an awful lot. So <laughs> yeah, now I now I have I have clients that are in Spain and and abroad and stuff, and I'm looking at them going, "Fuck you, I'm jealous." So now I get the jealousy people had for me when I was away as well. But if you do if you're able to be in a position to do what you kind of truly want to do, then I think definitely go after it. Like, is my my piece of advice anyway? It's my lesson. Yeah, everyone says life is short, like, you know, people just say it like, but no one actually realizes it, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, sometimes fitness isn't people's goals, like, you know, sometimes like, 
working out isn't people's goals. Like sometimes I work out because it actually is a means of escape of like a bad day. And other times mm-hmm. I don't really want to work out at all. Like, and then it is true. Like after your workout, like you feel so much better. Like you feel like you've accomplished yeah. something, you know, but um, yeah, I'm yeah happy now. So that's because I've got that. <laughs> <laughs> just that, just that reason. Nothing to do with the last year and a half. You're just happy because you have coffee. Oh, just the coffee. <laughs> Even when it happens, it's gym and coffee. So, yeah, exactly. See, at this point, I think like if I ever had to get a blood transfusion, they would be better off just hooking me up to a fucking coffee machine or something because in my blood, it's just all coffee at the moment. Oh. Right. Good stuff. Okay. Thank you so much for being on. And I guess if people, if people do want to find you, if someone wants to reach out, like, um, where will they find you and also like you can give a shout out to to the lovely diner as well that's closed for november yeah. i we're, we've been open for 18 months and we've this is the first weekend that we've had off in i don't know how long like my god but um yeah we were like so hesitant about taking a month off like you know we we're kind of like no do you know but you have to put yourself first mm-hmm. sometimes which yeah. is probably the best ever made like you know we were both becoming burnt out like you know it's definitely a thing you don't want to happen so yeah it's um a week into the month off and already we're just loving it you know so <laughs> yeah so people can can find the diner in uh in Akil anyway if you're ever around Akil <laughs> nice yeah, anyway. don't look for us this month <laughs> no just not this month just not for next yeah. week <laughs> all right thank you so much for being on and uh, Perfect. See you. Soon. Thank you.